took me five and a half years to get my black belt. It was the first time I had ever set a goal for myself and actually attained it. And that was so powerful to me. And I know that that was really the catalyst for me being able to do everything else that I've done in my life. When I was 18, my whole life up until that point, I had had hand-me-downs. I had never, ever had anything for me from a store. I thought, I am not going to live like this forever. I am going to make a success of myself. I always was trying to be positive, but it was so hard some days. Whatever we focus on, is going to expand. Where our focus goes, our energy flows. And that's where my heart is. I just want to help as many people as I can. And I already have several identified, and I'm sure God's going to put more in my life. More in my life. My life. Today we have a special guest, Donna Franklin. Donna currently resides in San Antonio, Texas, where Donna wrote her most recent book, A Kick-Ass Mindset. Today's episode will take you on a journey through Donna's past life experiences, the good, the bad, and everything in between. Join us as Donna reveals how Bruce Lee influenced and played a role in developing her self-talk empowerment, how she developed a kick-ass mindset, and how she overcame obstacles in life that would conquer most. Resiliency and gratitude were the two power words that stood out while interviewing Donna. Check out the show notes. Donna surprised us by including a free copy of her mini course, and it's a life tool that touches your mind, allowing you to speak from the heart. Here we go. Yeah. So I can't wait to tell you how I how I got my book cover. Yeah. Can I show you the book? Of course, of course. Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. So it's awesome. developing your kick-ass mindset. Super cool. And on the back, it has me getting my, my black belt. <laughs> oh, awesome. Perfect. That's so cool. How was that moment? You know, can you walk us oh. through that day? Amazing. Let me let me kind of get. I'll, I'll get to that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my growing up, Bruce Lee was my hero. You know who that is, right? Oh, martial of course, arts, of course. Oh, amazing yeah. martial artist. I loved him, and I guess one of the things was because he was so good at what he did. Oh my gosh, he could do anything, right? Because I grew up with a fear mindset. I know that's why I related to him because I was like, I need that. I need what he's got. I had always been interested in taking martial arts. And my daughter was born. I went through a divorce and she was only three. And I thought, I cannot, because I had been wanting to do this since I was a teenager. And I thought, I cannot wait any longer. And so she was three. I, I would pass by, it was called Family Martial Arts. Uh, in Denver and I would pass by that school every single day to and from work and dropping her off at daycare and stuff or at school finally one day I'm like get off your butt and get in there and just (laughs) do this right and I went in (laughs) yes it was because it was it's in my book I felt like such a dork because I went in there and there was this lady in her taekwondo uniform and she says can i help you and i said no thank you i just grabbed a, <laughs> i just grabbed the schedule and i took off <laughs> like oh just i got my car I'm like oh my god <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> oh man that's scary i mean that's super super scary you know super scary <laughs> it's like somebody turned the lights on in the kitchen you're like ah just get out of here exactly <laughs> <laughs> the next i I, I know it was in the next two or three days. I actually did call, and uh, Mr. Natsky is his name. He uh, 
he uh, he and I have actually become very good friends and we're still still friends to this day but but he um, was a fifth fourth degree fourth degree black belt and they only there's only eight degrees and oh. when I started he was a fourth degree and now he's eight he's eighth degree oh, black belt. Oh, so, man. <laughs> yeah he's he's amazing um, I bet. yeah I can imagine <laughs> <laughs> but watching him, I was like, oh my gosh, he would stand, honestly, he would stand on one leg and put the other leg straight up in the air. And I thought, ow, you know? oh my gosh. So in my book, it was so cathartic going and writing my book. I forgot, or you push so many memories down, you don't think about those because they are painful. You know, I need to get rid of this to get it out of my mind. But right. growing up- Sometimes it's easier to ignore it sometimes. Exactly, that's exactly yeah. right. Growing up, my mindset was in, you know, they always say talk about fight or flight, and it was always trying to figure out what we were going to, or where we were gonna live, or what we were gonna, if we, if we didn't have school, you know, what we were going to eat. And I mean, it's really hard on a daily basis if you are so hungry, you know, that you, it's hard to, to focus. And so, um, it, it, that my mindset was, I always was trying to be positive, but it was so hard some days, right? And I mean, my grandmother, she's the one that raised us and she was so sweet, just such a nice person. And I know that that's kind of where I got some of maybe some of your morals values moral, exactly. ethics, some of those. yes exactly so i knew well when i was 18 and and so i've been working for two years and my whole life up until that point i had had hand-me-downs i had never ever had anything that was from for me from a store uh as far as clothes and I knew I needed to get some clothes because I'd been working and I thought, okay, I'll just go and get one pair of pants, maybe a shirt, right? And I went to the store and this is something that came up as I'm writing my book. I went to the store and Morfit, I didn't even know how to, to buy myself these clothes. I don't even remember if I purchased anything that day. That's how traumatic it was. But I do remember when I got back in my car, I thought, I am not going to live like this forever. I am going to make a success of myself, whatever that is. And I you decided that day. Yes, that was when it first started. If I ever had children, right? I never wanted that to be passed down to them. Wow, that that's powerful. was the beginning of it. One one word came to mind with that experience that you mentioned was gratitude. Gratitude, you know, I think the audience that's going to listen to this is really going to understand what gratitude is all about. The simple pleasures in life that we kind of take for granted sometimes, that we kind of oversee because we're chasing X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And taking time to really reflect on our own lives through our childhood experiences, the good, the bad, the hardships, the good, everything in between, you know, and you decided early in age that, you know what, this isn't going to be the rest of my life. This, this is where I make the stand and I'm not going to just do it for myself. Anyone else behind me, I'm going to make sure to provide that, cast that shadow 
in that direction so that they can have some type of light, some type of direction to go towards. So that's super powerful. That that decision you made that day is a, it's a legacy decision. It's a legacy yeah. decision because just like you said, I don't want my kids to go through that too. Now you're creating that generational tradition of, of that mindset, you know, super, exactly. super powerful. Whenever I made up my mind, it did. I mean, it's a day to day struggle, as you probably mm-hmm. know, right? Yeah. Some days yeah. you get to feeling down and 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 then there's other days you're like, you know what? I, you know, I'm going to keep going. So right? I mean, <laughs> why so... can't we feel like that all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I want to wake up like that. I want to go to bed like that. <laughs> Exactly. You know, soak it in, fill those emotions again, and then pick and pull the good stuff and then take it to right now. Exactly. That's awesome. So this is, this is some other things. So I have a lot of goals and I, yeah, share them with us. Share them with us. I have my, my three sisters, um, they all have some major illnesses and they're all, um, autoimmune diseases. And I told her, and this is a good Southern name, Betty Jean. I said, all right, Betty oh, Jean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and every, every dollar, every penny of this book of my new book, that's going toward helping everybody that I want to help. I want to help her. And then I have two other sisters there. Like I said, they're all having bad autoimmune disease diseases. My young, my sister that's two years younger than me, she has a bad blood disorder. And so I want to find each one of them a specialist. I want to make sure that I can get them to that and get the help that they need so that they can have a quality of life. So that's one of my goals. Um, expanding my reach for the kids. That's another one of my goals throughout, throughout all of San Antonio. And then what I'd love to do is for other states to come in and go, okay, let's see what we can do, right? See what you guys are doing and let's expand it. That's kind of compare notes and then grow from there. Yes, exactly. And that's where my heart is. I just want to help as many people as I can. And I already have several identified and I'm sure God's going to put more in my life. Right. Of course. Of course. (laughs) It took me five and a half years to get my black belt, but I did it. And it was the first time I had ever set a goal for myself and Mm -hmm. actually attained it. And that was so powerful to me. And I know that that was really the catalyst for me being able to do everything else that I've done in my life, right? Right, it kind of gave you that reassurance. Like, you know what, what else can I do now? Exactly. What else, what else did I put on hold for right. however long, you know? Yeah. What's and my daughter was basically raised in me. school, in that school, you know, because okay. I'd be going okay. two yeah. three times a, a week. And yeah. so I'd bring her, you know? And yeah, she actually, yeah. she, she got up all the way up to Red Belt and then we moved to San Antonio. So she wasn't okay. able to continue, yeah. but she did see all the good that mm-hmm. was in the school and everybody that, you know, was doing whatever, you know, they're not goofing off someplace. They were actually tied mm-hmm. to a goal. And before you get to um, that day of getting your black belt, do you feel, you're kind of reflecting on back of it right now, do you feel that you use or you incorporated a lot of that knowledge and wisdom and discipline and that mindset, do you feel like that kind of overflowed to the rest of your life, to other parts of your life? Absolutely. Without that discipline, because I didn't grow up with any discipline, right? That's right, right, that's right. Nobody in my family had ever had that discipline. Once I learned, you have to have discipline in your life. And some people think discipline's a bad or like a negative. I think it's a great thing because that's going to help you to get to wherever you want to be. Right, right, right. Exactly.
<laughs> it's been a long time, so so I'm breaking the boards, you know, doing pretty well. And then we get to where with my hands, right? And then we get to where we're gonna break this other ones. We have to do our kicks and some whatever cho- cho- whatever ones we we chose, right? And so there was three of them that we got to choose. And my roundhouse kick was the one that I chose as my as one of them. So you're you're standing forward and you turn around and you jump backward, right? And you kick oh, your foot that way. I, I, that was one of my favorite. I don't know yeah. why, but it was just like, <laughs> and as soon as I landed, <laughs> Mr. Datsky said, Donna, you cannot close your eyes. <laughs> 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 I had almost kicked did the I guy do it? in the did head I do it? <laughs> that was holding board. I'm like, oh crap. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, funny. Oh my God. But, oh, but I broke all the boards. My hands were bleeding. My feet were bleeding. Oh, man. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy, but it was, it was the best. A remembrance for sure. Yeah, it was, it was, sure. and it was that's so awesome. awesome that's know? so cool. That's so yeah. cool. So what, what kept you going? You know, what, what, you know, especially that first week, you know, kind of like you said, going back now, um, you kind of walked in there and grabbed that schedule and then kind of just ran out. Um, what made you go back, you know, and then back again, you know, what, what, what was that for? What kind of got those gears kind of turning, you know, what got them going? The knowing that if I could just get started mm-hmm. that I would finish. Okay. I just had to do that. I just had to get started because I knew I would love it. I knew I would love it. Okay. It was a it was definitely a mindset because without the mindset of thinking I really wanted to do this and I had been wanting to do this for years at, at that point like 15 years Wow. And I thought I have got to do this. And that's why I just I just felt like it's kind of like the thing with um whenever I got in my car after I had tried to go shopping. It was that type of thing. I I I thought to myself, you have got to do this because you you know, talk self-talk, right? You are going to get this done. You have got to get started. And I am so grateful that this, the, all the Mr. Natsky to his all of his his staff they were just they were amazing and and they were so good at helping you to feel like you were at home right part of the family yeah exactly like they were family and so it was family martial arts right and so yeah oh that's right yeah <laughs> right and that's why yeah. I thought this is great because it's not only good for me it's good for my daughter. I had never been around any of that stuff. And I, all along, I just thought, I've got to make sure she is good so that she doesn't have the struggles that I had, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I grew up, honestly, I grew up so, so down on myself. And, and so did my siblings because we were made fun of by the other kids because we didn't have things, you know? And whenever you are so like pushed down, we would even be in stores and, People would say stuff, you know, because it was a smaller town. And, uh, you know, we grew up, all of us grew up without a father. And uh, and that's, that's how we grew up. And so I just always knew that I just, I never wanted to be poor 
I never wanted to have to struggle for food or for a place to live. I mean, one time my mother came home and she said, okay, we're moving. And we were moving to another state. We moved to another state. And it was horrific. It was it was with my like my younger sister's uh, father. And uh, we were only there for uh, like a month. And then I mean, there was fighting and we'd hear things being thrown. And, and I mean, it was bad just- environment. It was a bad environment. My uncle had to come and with a gun and get us out of the situation. Not a lot of people go through that, yeah. you know, but for the ones who do go through that and for the ones who kind of are experiencing what you're, what we're talking about right now, uh, especially in our childhoods, someone who's going through that right now, you know, or someone who's going through a struggle where they feel like it's me against the world and I just don't know what step to take or what to tell myself that create that self um, talk empowerment. What would you, what would you say, you know, what guidance would you share with them? through your journeys and kind of just through everything that we've experienced, talked about. Along with my book, I created a course. And in that course, I'm gonna to go to that because I think the course is really, really strong. What I, what I would tell them to do is sit in a quiet place. Do not have your phone, do not have anything around you that will disrupt you. And think about what you've been through. Okay. Write it down. Now, think of one thing, one little thing that you can do to help you to either overcome that trauma from the past or to know what is what will help you to get to a different level right now. Even, I mean, just one little step. That's all it takes. One thing at a time. It's one step at a time, right? And that will help them so much one by writing it down because then they can go you know when we when we address our fears when we write our fears down that's when we get the power back when we have fears and we don't address them or we think that they're too too big for us that's they're bigger when, than us yeah they're bigger than us exactly that's when we don't have any power but when we start to address those and we know we can and we need to do something about it just one little step at a time read read or listen to a, a self-help person i mean my person okay. is tony robbins i love him tony awesome. robbins has really helped me and this is one thing that that has guided me through life happens for us not to us powerful So, all the things that you have gone through as an individual you can overcome any of them you just have to have the right mindset do you feel they can get that mindset through reading your book through following your workbook and then taking that initiative right after that absolutely i really do Awesome. I because this is what helped me everything that is in my book and in that course I have poured my heart into it because it is what helped me to get out of that mentality of fight or flight um, the mentality of not knowing uh, just being so fearful of everything you, you already know my heart 
I want to help as many people as I can. I am on a mission to help as many people just like you, as many people as I can. That's what my mission is. I want to help as many people as I can, whether it's just me talking to them or them checking out my book. Now, I do have a free mini course for your your listeners that I would love. Awesome. To sure I created that just for them. So that would be that, great. That would be, that'd be superb. And that way they <laughs> do great, not yeah. have to spend a dime. I, you know, I'll that'd give you the so information cool. and that. they can just, you, you know, you, you yeah, can Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it in yeah. the descriptions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know they'll love it for sure. They'll I definitely hope so. Love it. And then that way it'll, it'll get them on their, on their way. Ignite that spark. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. That's <laughs> all it takes sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we can do it with our books. We can do it with our workbooks. We can do it through journaling. We can do it through reflecting. And it's all in the book. And it's all all in your podcasts as well. And it's all in the podcast and the book and the workbook. We're going to hit this multiple ways. (laughs) 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 Let's change gears real quick. And let's jump over to one of our questions real quick. Let's see see if we can find one that kind of stands out here. What are your greatest strengths? And how did you develop? I feel like my greatest strength, well, I feel like a couple of them. I I feel like one is my personality. Do you think some of your strengths, um, the readers and the audience can find it in your book? Yes, I I do feel like they can they can as they're as they're reading it or listening to it, because I do have an audio as well. If they, I, I do feel like they will will see through all the examples and all the I tell a lot of stories. And I do feel like they will get a lot from it that way and they will know what my heart really is and they can see what what the strengths are and i do i do think that my personality does show in in each one of the chapters but it's so nice this is so nice because actually they can hear me you know i Mm -hmm. I just feel like whenever they hear me and they can kind of see me then they're like oh yeah she's not fake you know she's she's telling it (laughs) like it is right But uh, some, some are most, most are genu- genuine, but uh, you know, some maybe aren't, but I'm definitely a genuine um, person, but, but I do think that that's what it is. And um, the, other, the other thing is, once I was able to get my black belt and I had gone through the five and a half years of doing that, I knew at that point, any time I set a goal, I could achieve it. And I think that's my other um, strength is, is doing that, is knowing that I can do that and actually doing that. Awesome. Awesome. That's, it sounds like um, your black belt really provided, it kind of polished a lot of your life skills already. You know, it kind of brought them together and it kind of just polished them off so they can really shine now. Absolutely. And, and, and what kind of, and what we can see now off of that reflection is your book, your workbook, this <laughs> podcast, everything. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. You know, it's so interesting because when you're when you when, when you're raised with with just I mean, none of us knew what I mean, there was so many things we we were never taught, right? Because my grandmother didn't know. My mother, she wasn't around that much, so she didn't know either. Her and my aunt, that they were identical twins, and and they never even um, they never even graduated from high school, right? And my grandmother had a third grade education, so I mean, so I was the first in my entire family to graduate from high school. That's a and, big accomplishment right there. And honestly, you can probably just stop right there. 
you know, but you're still going and you still want more and more and more. You're raising that, like I said, you're setting the legacy right now and you're raising that standard a lot. People in your family or friends or close friends or whoever's listening or watching, they can see that because sometimes we need to see it. Like you just said, we need to see it in other people. We need to see it. We need to see the before, during, and after from other people. Sure. Well, how did they do it? What mindset were they going through? What right. was an emotional roller coaster that they were going through? And how did they get that fortitude, that mindset to push through all that? And it sounds like you gained all of that early in life, early in life. You know, you had a lot of obstacles to overcome early. Yeah. And you and you set a standard like, you know what? This is my current reality right now, but it's not going to be the rest of my life. Right. The nice thing is... I also had a goal for my daughter. Uh, well, okay. I mean, she. Um, I, I wanted to make sure that she knew she was loved. Uh, for her being adopted, she was adopted, and she um, came from Guatemala. And her being adopted, she already. Um, I, some psychologists had told me, you know, she'll have like a hole in her, in her being, kind of not knowing um, mm-hmm. that her biological mom and and you know all those kind of things. But I always wanted her to know that she was loved and that she could do anything she wanted to do. You can do anything. I was never told that I was attractive for anything until I was in, probably in my 20s. So it's just, I, want, I don't want them to ever have to worry about that. I always want them to know that they can do anything if they put their minds to it. It's just, wow. like you said, generational blessings i want to pass everything down that i can to them and by me writing writing these books because i have two books but by by me writing this book i want them to know if you set a goal you can do it right i'm doing it look at me look at me i'm doing and like i'm talking about you like you like look at me if i can do it the world is yours it's awesome this it's the mind is so powerful you know the mind is so powerful so the lion is much smaller than the elephant, right? Mm-hmm. But yet the lion can eat the elephant for lunch. And the reason being is the lion's mindset is I can eat this thing, right? Mm-hmm. The elephant is all he'd have to do is put his foot down and he could stomp the he could he could kill the lion. Mm-hmm. But the elephant is controlled by his mindset. The elephant is huge. He's much more powerful. He, I mean, he's a smart animal. He's an amazing animal. And yet, because he allows his mindset to to make him think that he isn't powerful and can't defend himself, he gets killed and is eaten by a much smaller being because that being has a different mindset. And that being has, so to me, it's like, do you see the difference between the mindsets? If you have this powerful mindset, you can really and truly do anything. Whereas if you have, that's the lion mindset. If you have the mindset of the elephant, you are going to be subjected to what everybody else wants you to be subjected to. Don't be a, an <laughs> elephant, be the lion, right? Exactly. Can you imagine what this world would be like if all of us had that mindset of a lion? I mean, I love that. I love yeah. that analogy. So definitely, that's kind definitely. of what I that's really so cool. wanted to express. That's that's one of my favorite <laughs> things in the book. 
Awesome. Awesome. And I'm pretty sure it dives deeper into that. And I'm pretty sure after you keep reading it, you can kind of pick and pull some of that analogy and apply it to your own life, to your daily life, to your daily thinking, to your journaling, who knows, but it's a start. It's a start. And we all have to start somewhere. That's right. And it always starts and it always ends with us. (laughs) That's the mindset. And that is in the mini course, by the way. So I put that. Oh, it's perfect. It is. Yeah, you're giving out all the goodies. All the nuggets to, to everybody for this podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> well, there's plenty more in the in the other course, but I just wanted to make sure that anybody that, that got a copy of the mini course would be like, I can do this, right? I can do this. So, you know, there's some people that can't afford something, you know, can't afford to right. pay for, for this. Yeah. So let me help them. I'm excited. You're, the give, give, give that you're giving, it's going to come back tenfold to you. You know, and the best part is when we give without thinking a single thought about what am I going to get in return when you when that erases from your mindset your life changes you know you change your thought it changes your reality absolutely I can use my mindset in everything we can use it in everything that we do right Mm -hmm. everything so that we can be the success that we want to be I love being an entrepreneur and I love as you know, just trying to help as many people as I can. And I feel like that's, this is the way I'm going to do it is by being an entrepreneur, by writing my books, by just writing courses, helping as many people as I can. Any idea worth spreading. Um, It can come from your book. It can come from your life experiences, your passions, whatever you would like. You know, that's, I, I love that. Thank you for allowing me to do that. I just want everybody to know that if I can get to where I am, anybody can get here. Set a goal, obtain it or attain it if they just keep their mind centered on what they want to do. Read what Donna was saying, listen to it and really soak it in because you might have gone through this because Donna has gone through this roller coaster and she has so many opportunities to just give up and say, this is going to be my life. And I just have to accept it. It's, it was almost easier to accept that than to fight it. So if that's you right now, if you've gone through that in the past, or you know somebody who's gone through that, and sometimes it might be people close to us. And those are called those invisible wounds that we might not be able to see. Share and talk to someone and ask them how they're doing, how you feeling. Let those people know who you care about. Let them know they care. Let them know how much they matter to you. You know, keep those people close. So that's awesome. And you can find all the answers in the workbook and in the Kick-Ass Mindset book by Donna Franklin. That's so cool. It's awesome. Thank you so much. You're such a blessing. Thank you so much, Martha. So go read Donna's book. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's been such a pleasure. Of course. No, likewise. Thank you again. All right, Martha. Thank you so much. I'll see you later. Have a good one. You too. (laughs) Bye. Bye.